This is Vicky Esther. I am your radio DJ, podcasting to you live from Singapore. And today is the twenty second of June, twenty twenty one, on the Tuesday evening at seven seventeen p.m. What a wonderful evening here, right here in Singapore. Even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, I just want to lift up your hopes and lift up your spirits. That it is a it is a great day to be alive. It is such a wonderful thing that when you wake up, you're still here. 
when you wake up, uh, you thank God that you are breathing, your limbs are there, you are able to move it around, and you are able to give yourself another chance, and give life another chance, and make the decisions that you have postponed, or make new decisions. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you that we must always continue to give thanks to the life that we have. Think about the number of people who have sacrificed their lives. Think about the people who have passed on. Think about the people who have moved on. But we are here. We're given a second chance every day when you wake up, when you open up your eyes and you can see and you can breathe and you can move. And you thank God that God is giving you a second chance. Amen. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to continue to uplift your spirit even though we're in the middle of 2021. And I think 2021, we'll be, we will be, hopefully, be able to control the situation. And I see that in Europe, um, some of the countries like in France, Spain, um, they are already opening up uh, to international tourists and also on the first of July, when I was looking at YouTube channel, one of my favorite uh, YouTube food channel, uh, Mr. Mark Weens, he was saying that on the 1st of July, Thailand is going to open its borders to international tourism. What a phenomenon we are living through this time when the whole world shuts down for over one and a half years, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to invite you to write to me at talkaboutlive777gmail.com talkaboutlive777 at gmail.com Write to me, Vicky Esther, your radio DJ and tell me where you are from and tell me your love stories and tell me your reflections of 2020 and tell me what is your big return in 2021 and tell me how is the situation in the community that you're in and, and you know this is such a strange situation that we are all trying to get out our fates are tied in and i would i want would like to remind all of you never ever to take your lives for granted and never ever to take your safety for granted and also that of your loved ones and your families and your neighbors because we are tied in as one. I would love for you to text your loved one, your friend, your family, to tell them that you are concerned about them, you care for them, and also to remind them to be vigilant, um, to take care of themselves, and also not to be careless, to continue on this journey um, to cross over safely to the other side of the chasm. So that's my love and my wishes for you from Singapore. And uh, if any one of you is just tuning in uh, to StreamEater.com at IOW Network, or you are listening to the replay at podcast talk about life at anchor.fm slash Vicky Esther or on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on all the podcast catchers. I am with you 
Vicky Astor, and I would like to also make a shout out to um, my YouTube channel, <clears throat> Talk About Life, on YouTube, and also um, my podcast, Talk About Life, for some of the series that I've done in 2020 and February 2021 on the global pandemic and the prolonged pandemic, where I interviewed people all over the world, uh, mostly. Um, for the global pandemic, I had an interview. I had interviews with over um, 30 um, people in different countries, different places. Um, they tell me how they are in the lockdown condition. And also in 2021, we talked about the prolonged pandemic and the hopes for 2021. And we are already coming to the end of June 2021. So I am just thinking maybe to have a friends reunion in July with all my friends in pandemic to tell me how you are in 2021. And I hope that uh, you will listen up to the trailer as I try to make um, a coordination with my co-hosts throughout the world about coming together for our friends in pandemic about where um, the, uh, where they, wherever they are, the situation of the pandemic um, situation, uh, what's happening with them uh, right now. So ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you for being with me and excuse me for the fumbling over there. Uh, I am with you. I am your radio uh, DJ from Singapore podcasting to you live from Monday to Wednesday every 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Singapore time when you are having your dinner. And as I look out of the window now at 7.23 p.m. Singapore time, it is getting dark. The lights um, on the opposite building, um, the kitchen lights are on. And I bet um, some mothers, wives or sister or daughter, they must be preparing their dinner or having their dinner um, in the kitchen or in the dining room. And of course, most of the lights are still dark. Um, maybe they're out, maybe they're making their way home. Um, I do see a couple of light, um, dim yellow light. Um, probably is something that you can imagine. It, it can be really romantic and I, I hate to imagine um, a couple fighting behind that light or that curtain uh, out there. So it's sometimes it's a bit hard um, when we are when we go through such a strenuous times of uh, mankind, uh, when we are in a pandemic times where your mind is not free physically, you're not free. You have so much restrictions in your mind, in your physical actions and the movements and the things you can do. Sometimes it can be a bit um, frustrating or stressful. But ladies and gentlemen, think about um, the blessings that you have. Think about when you wake up, you, are, you still are home. Um, you still are able to have a second chance. But think about um, all these people out there in, in the front line still, um, you know, getting out the vaccines, um, people in the front line, um, in the hospitals, in the clinics, the dentists, the assistants, the cleaners, the police, uh, people who are trying to keep um, your, your community safe. 
So, you know, if you think about them, you would definitely give thanks to your life when you think about them. Having them be in the front line and keeping you safe and that you are kept at home, yeah, even though your plans are changed, even though there are uncertainties, um, I mean, there is so much blessing um, that, that you are given for this life. And think about the people who have, who have lost their lives. Think about the people who are still struggling really hard. Think about the people who have um, lost their jobs. But, you know, if you're, if you're here with me, I, I would like you to think about um, three things that you can give thanks for. Just think about three things. Number one. For me, um, I have my bed, I have my huge apartment with five rooms, six rooms, um, and that's excluding the kitchen and the living room, um, and, that's, and this is just me and my husband. Um, I, I am so grateful for all um, uh, the things that God has given us, the, 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 the mobile phones that we have, that I call it the genie, the genie that that is from the bottle, that I can make uh, calls, I can text my friend, I can go to Facebook, I can do live with my handphone, and I can always um, uh, dial, or I, I should say, um, just click for food, click for delivery and for grocery. I mean, we are living in such a magical time that we have these genies out of the bottles already that we don't even notice them. Um, I've got five or six, six handphones um, right in front of me um, and, and each of them represent a genie and I've got my laptop, I've got my smart TV that is tuned to the YouTube and tuned to all the uh, channels um, like Netflix. So we've got all these genies that is out of the bottle that is serving us so how can we ever um, complain about our lives um, we, we must live with our lives with such gratitude and such sensitivity of the soul to notice that there are so many things around us that we should give thanks for as compared to um, uh, back in those days, I mean, um, those days where you don't even have um, electronic. So, you know, those days where things are electronic could be expensive. But, but now, um, we have them on our fingertips and we don't even think about them. So, think about these things and focus on them and focus on the life that you've got and focus on um, uh, your next meal. Focus on the thing that you can eat. Focus on that you can exercise, or focus on the, you know, the text message that you can text your friend. Um, all these um, apps that is at your fingertips. Think about these things that are the genie already. They are our genie, and sometimes we have taken our lives for granted that, um, or, or that our soul has become hardened. That we for, we forget that you know these things around us took time to arrive here, 
And, and when they arrive, I think um, we must always continuously uh, be, fa- be for, forever grateful for the people who have walked before us to let us arrive on this day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. And that's a mouthful um, of uh, lessons for all of us. Thank you so much. Let's have a nice little song here. Um, Aha, uh-huh. take on me. Um, an old song, but I think I I I grew up with uh, these songs. Um, they, I mean, yeah, they bring back really really um, long time ago. Those um, young. Good old days, but I think the times are better now.
is tears for tears for you.
Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is Vicky Asher. I am your radio DJ and podcasting to you live from Singapore to Indo Pacific and to America. I am here with you every Monday, two Wednesday, seven PM to ten PM Singapore time, or seven AM to ten AM American Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for being with me for the past two two months. It's such a wonderful. Sign that you uh, and I'm so grateful for that um, that you have kept uh, me um, uh, here with you for the past two months, and I'd like to thank you. And I also like to challenge you to sh- to share this wonderful program to five different people for the rest of the week. Every day, um, tell five different people just to share this program about love, about life, hope, and faith. Um, and of course, I'm bringing to you a lot of ballads and um, different uh, guests who call in uh, on different days. And I think we've got uh, Miguel Flores calling in from Mexico City. Miguel, is that you, Miguel? Yeah, that is huh. correct. That's me. Miguel, you know, it's such a wonderful uh, time. And then, you know, you always have this very bright voice there. And I hope that... I bring you a lot of joy and a lot of brightness every morning, one from Monday to Wednesday. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here with you, girl. I mean, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Don't worry about. Yeah. Okay. Now that now that you get up uh, there at uh, six forty uh-huh. uh, a.m. where you are, uh, um, just describe your environment. I uh, usually what I do when I start the program, I describe my environment. I'm uh, because there's no visual, right, over the, over the radio or in podcast. Um, I am actually just right. Um, uh, I'm on my desk. Um, my laptop is just facing uh, my window, and it's already dark because the sun has already set. But I do see lights um, in the kitchen in the opposite building because I'm living in a high-rise uh, condo. So the lights are starting to light in the kitchen in the room, and I and I kind of kind of imagine they're having their dinner. So can you describe to me the environment that you get up? Like what what do you do? You you make your espresso coffee. Well, first of all, I uh, I gotta say I'm still in the bed. Wow, that's great. And I was just... I'm still in my bed. Um, wow. Is it, considering the time that is right now, yeah, um, still really, really dark. Yeah, probably rising oh. sun. Yeah, in like another twenty, twenty-five minutes, yeah. something like that. Mm. So I'm so privileged, yeah. right, to have you with me and with all of um, our listeners. That you know, you get up and the first thing you do is to talk to the listeners. I mean, aren't yeah. we aren't we privileged to have you? <laughs> well, let's say that's point on my side. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, Miguel, um, you know, yesterday we talked about uh, some of these animation, and and our conversation is still with uh, with me, because we had this conversation about the Teletubbies. I still can't get it out of my brain. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, if I, you keep I, bringing, if you keep 
bringing that up is because you still can't get enough of saying that they are a piece of crap. Well, <laughs> story. No, because I couldn't find anyone to talk about Teletubbies all these years. <laughs> because well, it's such well, a politically incorrect thing to say. Like, okay, it's just yeah, creepy. It's just strange. It's like I never liked it. I just hated it. <laughs> Let's put it this way: Maybe other people wasn't able or wasn't willing to talk about the Teletubbies because there could be a trauma there. You know, like, Dra- <laughs> trauma. Then again, then again, I can't talk about Let's the Teletubbies no, anymore. Was okay. <laughs> but I, but when I when I um I I do like some cartoons. I actually. Um, grew up with um, Sesame Street, and I think they still have Sesame Street um, in the U.S. Right? Um, they still as far have as like. I remember, yes. Yeah, they they still I have the Big Bird. How much? But yeah, I guess. Yeah. Do you, did you um, uh, do you remember uh, watching the Sesame Street when you were young when you were younger? Yes, of course. The Mexican version, but yeah. Oh, it's Mexican. So they speak uh, Spanish. Yes, of course. Oh, okay. And uh, is there a particular uh, puppet that you like best, or you, uh, or is there something that you hated most? <laughs> there was this Mexican version of Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Oh. His his name was Abelardo. Oh, there was a Mexican. That's the one. That- the Big Bird. So you talk. You're talking about Big Bird. No, I'm talking about his Mexican costume. Let's put it that way. Oh, there is a Mexican. How does it look? I'm gonna. I'm gonna search so online. Instead of being yellow, he's green. I think I remember faintly something like that. Um, I. I. My favorite character is. Um, I think it's called Ernie. Yeah, Ernie and Bert. You know, there are this. Yeah. Yeah, that they live together. Um, I I think they're like brothers, or they're just BFF. I don't know why they're living together. Yeah, so something like that. <laughs> yeah. They're something like that. Definitely. Yeah. What What do you? How do you categorize um this show uh, in the comic um, industry? I would say it's not even close to being a comic. So what is it? It's just Muppets and... That's Puppets for Kids. That's it. Yeah, Puppets for Kids. Yeah, for me, that's it. Very, very, very good, I have to say. It says on the street. Yeah. If, if I can say something about it, is that they were very nice to young people. That's it. Yeah, but yes. They, that they were for based on comic books. Mm. Nah, I don't think so. Okay, they're not based on... Actually, yeah. as a matter of fact, now that you bring it up, yeah. there are a lot of comic books based on TV shows. Mm, for example? Yeah. Sesame Street. Oh, there uh, is? Transformers. Oh. You have to remember the Transformers. Yeah. The, the first idea of the Transformers was not even a, a TV series. It was a toy, right? It, it, was, it was a toy, a, exactly. So it was a car or something. TV series. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, of course. The TV series and the comic books and whatever, they came uh, they came later on as some 
as a way to to keep exploding the brand. Mm. Yeah, exploding the brand and making more money out of it because they already have the following, right? I mean, they already have this huge following. They already have the name out there, the brand out there. And um, I, I do remember um, the Transformers. Uh, it was like when I was really, really young, I, I remember um, the kids were buying uh, a car, like different, different cars that can kind of like, you can maneuver it and then you can kind of like become a robot. I mean, an immo- immovable robot, right? So that that was yeah, my first idea of, of the Transformer. And then, of course, if you have the Transformer uh, movies where you have uh, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly, right? Who? Megan Kelly. She was in Transformers, the actress. Megan Fox. Oh, sorry. Megan Fox. Yes. Yeah. Megan Fox. Yeah, I do remember. Yes. Megan Fox. Uh, yeah. the, the guy that was with the Transformer that was actually a Corvette. No, I was saying it was uh, Shia LaBeouf. Did you say he was what? Uh, the name of the actor? Or... Yeah, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. But what did you say about him? Shia LaBeouf, he was also there. Yeah. He's kind of a creepy, creepy character too. I mean, recently there was some news about him. So... Yeah, we were talking about uh, Megan Fox and uh, Shia LaBeouf, um, ladies and gentlemen, about the Transformers. So um, I think I dropped the phone, um, the call from Miguel, because you have to remember, we are just using um, digital calling from Singapore to Mexico City. Yeah, we're just talking a little bit about um, the Transformers and some of uh, these characters. Um, yeah, uh, Rudy, are you there? Hi, hi, Rudy, Miguel, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, and we were. Probably there was, there was a, a connection problem. Sorry for that. Uh, no, yeah, but and then I I remember um, Megan Fox. Yeah, she was. Like really, really, really hot um, in the show. <laughs> yeah, I remember she also said that she hated the creator, right? The creator, the concept, because they treated her just as a sex symbol. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. 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 And I, I, the main actor of the movie, Shia LaBeouf, he yeah. was treated like a like a dork. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is like Hollywood, and you know I I I also like the Japanese. We talked about yeah. I want I wanted to ask you because I was thinking about some of these questions. I really want to pose to you. Um, you know, you are the expert of uh, anime and the comic um, industry. You know these Japanese um, cartoons uh, or comics, or I should sorry. Japanese cartoons in comic books, right? Um, Yeah, which I read a lot when I was growing up and I've tried to buy them and if I couldn't afford uh, when I was young as a student, I would go to the bookstore and I would rent them to read there, right? And they make lots of money because people are just like queuing for the 
comics. Um, so, but those uh, comics that you can that I read, um, uh, uh, obviously there are those like really um, simple, pure um, storylines. Like okay, the girl um, daydreaming about the teacher, about the male teacher. The girl uh, daydreaming about the the handsome, good-looking uh, classmate. Um, that's that's about it, right? But you know, I, I was really quite surprised when I went online to look at some of these Japanese cartoons, and I was talking to a friend who who is um who is a uh, an art teacher, and she says that he says that you know um don't be shocked about all these cartoons. Some of them are like really X-rated, like and oh, I, yes. yeah. And especially it came from the Japanese. I was like really shocked. And and, and I well, did, yeah. And I did like I get, kind of saw it online. It was yes. like really shocking. What, what's your take on that? Well, let's put it this way. The Japanese people, they are persons that they like to explode all the potential markets that they have. Mm. And I really need it. Because yeah. For example, the manga and anime genre, uh, in general, yeah. you have a lot of things, and I, I really mean it. For example, the love stories, yeah. but inside the love stories, you have some love stories that are maybe not exactly uh, the, the the casual ones. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. there are some other things when you see them, yeah. you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> But they still do it because they know that there are people that are going to buy it. Yeah. No matter how weird, sick, yep. or twisted it may look, yep. they have market. Yeah. I haven't seen it those doesn't... twisted ones though, but, but I did. Don't do it. Yeah, Don't because I, I, did, uh, I did take a, I did like ever take a glimpse of those uh, cartoon, which I'm talking about, cartoon that is it is drawn um, uh, in a cartoon book, but online, um, you know, young girls, right, um, in compromising positions, right, um, and they are drawn, of course, and and I was, of course, and and I I, I mean I, I took a look, I mean I didn't want to indulge because that's not my my cup of tea but when i when i saw it i was really shocked and my friend he he's a lecturer he's a teacher of animation computer animation he he, he produces oh, nice. yeah he produces um like uh, uh uh animation movies and all this um uh with uh, i think it was with pixar for a while in singapore there was a pixar um office by um steven Pixar is by Steven Spielberg or um, no 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 um, from from uh, sorry Apple what's his name Steve Jobs yeah we, uh, we Steve do Jobs? Steve Jobs yeah, yeah we do have great. Pixar in Singapore and he was with uh, Pixar for a while and he was just telling me now did you have seen nothing <laughs> oh no that is just that is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, she said you you ain't seen nothing. <laughs> and I was just thinking, oh no! I mean, I'm just looking at this cartoon about the the girl is like, no, you ain't seen nothing at all. <laughs> Imagine how much you're missing. 
<laughs> I'm just thinking like I don't know it, it, does that feed the male I don't know I, I'm not gonna go in there but I'm just thinking these cartoons and these comics does it go to feed the male imagination of course okay of course they are. <laughs> why do you think they are in positions like that of course they are not to appeal to girls I see okay focus on men okay that's you where know, the market is right one of the things that I like about anime and manga and basically how the, uh, the Japanese tackle the, the marketing of these things is mm. we don't want an inclusive market mm. We don't want everybody to like our product. Mm. We know that. that okay, your voices, your voices are dropping off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, could you speak closer to the mic? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Check one, two. Check one, two. What do you think? You, you gotta speak louder to the mic. Yeah, you're saying that you cannot be too inclusive. It's like a niche market, right? Yes. Exactly. They focus on a very specific niche, but a very specific one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and, and that's one of the good things about it because it has created this massive success. And there's a big variety of things. Yeah. That honestly you cannot believe. Hmm. That a lot of people in the mainstream have not discovered, right? Yeah. I mean, Every time I talk about it with my brother, it's like, okay, it's just that we cannot put it under one single genre because of all the variety of stories. For example, the shonen and the shoujo, which mm. are stories made for boys, not men. Yeah. Oh. Young boy, yeah. and young girl. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There are other stories that we can say that they are focused for adults yeah. because the, mm, adults. the topic or the thing that they, they see there or they handle because yeah. of the stories yeah. are a little bit more mature, right? But there is also the for the fans of, of horror and, ter and terror things, yeah. there's also something for them, for fans for comedy, there's yeah. something for them. You cannot imagine. I mean, even the explicit ones. I mean, they have a yeah. market. And yeah. The market is huge. Yeah, it's it's really like um, like the American comic uh, industry. Um, you have like the really violent ones, right? Um, you have those. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact. Yeah. I would say that. In the American comic book industry, you have the exactly opposite situation. Oh, opposite of the Japanese. Yes. Let me tell you why. Yeah. Because right now, the American companies in the comic book, I want to be very specific about this. Yeah. If we're talking about the comic book, the one that you go to the book uh, or to the library, because there are some libraries that yes. sell comic books, yes. or graphic novel, yeah, they are making a big a, a mistake, mm. which is trying to include everybody into buying their products. Mm. If we think of more as marketing, yes, and less as just the hobby itself, mm. then 
there is a serious debate about the comic book. Remember, the one that you read uh, is losing the battle of how much you're going to buy against the manga in this part of the world. Mm. And I'm thinking in general. Mm. You know? Why? Because the essence of the stories of a lot of characters and a lot of things from the uh, American comic book, if you want to put it that way. Mm. Since they want to be also inclusive and yes. all, um, they go for the mass market, yeah. And made for everybody, blah, blah, blah. They have reduced the essence, the original essence of, of their stories. Mm. Because they wanted, yeah, because it's all about the business, about selling, about going to the masses so that they can get the most of the money, right? Of course. Mm. Yeah, of course. And there's a lot of comic book fans that sometimes hate some products. Mm. Sure. Because they are, they are made to satisfy a certain, uh, a certain market. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They forgot about the original market that they had, mm. and they want to get more inclusive because yeah. they want to attract people. Yeah. So you, you aren't saying like, for example, um, like the movies, right? Like the, the um, Kung Fu Panda. I think there's this Kung Fu something, right? The Kung Fu yeah. Panda, or you know, like appeal like this, um, going to the masses because they really just want to um, have that. Uh, consumerism the consumer power to just like sell as much as possible the merchandise uh, and the brand and reach uh, and the brand reach I, I wouldn't use Kung Fu Panda as an example I would use other movies as an example yeah uh, um, which can be good which can be good uh, it's just that this is where we're, this is where we're gonna get into a, a little serious topic mm. about what is Politically correct. Mm. I don't remember. There's a lot of right now. There's a lot of TV series. Mm. Or Netflix based or Disney yeah. Plus, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, see, they want to be all inclusive and they yeah. want to be politically correct. Mm. That the story is not good. Oh, wow. How is that? Watching a, a TV series recently, mm. uh, which is called Doom Patrol. And I don't remember if it's on Netflix or if it still is on the TV. No, I I, I don't really follow shows. Yeah. Ah, don't worry. Let me let me give a quick glimpse. Mm. It is supposed to be a superhero-based series from DC that is focused on a group. Mm-hmm. They, they know they want to become superheroes. It's just that they don't have the enough push to do it. Mm. They need like motivation. Yeah, but so yeah, and you have a lot, right? and you have a lot of uh, talents in this industry because you have a lot of uh, people in the uh, pre-production. Meaning, you need to think about the storyline, the writers, um, the people who create. Um, the characters, and then you have the people who are in the production, which is the the artists, yeah. 
um, and what have you, a lot, a lot of different um, animators, which is a lot of software, uh, technical development, and then you've got a post-production like a movie, and then you've got the toys, you've got the marketing. Um, it's a lot of people. It's a lot, a lot of talent um, involved from, from end to end. And you you are into this, right? You have been you have been into this for a long time. That you, that you are able to say um, as deep as you you are, you have you have been like describing. You know, sometimes you don't have to you, you don't have to take a deep look at it. I mean, just think about mm. what is the essence of a what is the essence of a comic book story? The good versus the bad guy. Mm. Uh, for, that's the first. That's the first take. Yeah. It is also, you know, people reflecting or me on a character that okay, he has an alter ego. Mm. Like for example, Superman has Clark Kent. Yes. Spider Man has Peter Parker. Mm. Uh, Batman has uh, Iron Man has Tony Stark. I you see. can relate to these characters because they are very close to the. The average Joe. Mm. Yes. Yes. Precisely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You can relate to them. Anyway. Mm, mm, but mm. sometimes, because they want to be politically correct. Mm. So, uh, yeah. How do you prepare? Like, yeah. And I see you um, in your Instagram. Uh, you've got your. Um, uh, social media promotion about your your shows. How do you come up with a show for um, your podcast? Because your podcast is, is is all about these comics, right? What 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 do well, you what what do you say? Because I couldn't understand um, anything because it's in Spanish. How do you prepare? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, basically. Uh... I would have to go a little bit to, to the beginning. Yeah. We wanted to we wanted to create a space where my brother and I can speak about what we like the most, like what the, the biggest hobby that we got, you know? Yeah. Or because, um, for example, in our family, mm -hmm. it's a little complicated to talk about it because, well, let's say that they are not big fans. Mm, your family. Let's put it Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. So we have to look for friends and stuff. There was a moment that we decided, okay, how about if we create a podcast mm -hmm. so we can continue talking about these things? I already had the idea. Mm. Uh, and I had it uh, for 2018, actually. Wow. Way before the pandemic. <laughs> we had the idea. Yeah. Of so the pandemic sure. brought brought everything out. <laughs> uh, let's say it made a different creative process, but well, Great, different creative process. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. And I remember that um, the first episodes were were a complete disaster. Mm. You know, because I remember that we recorded with our cell phones. Mm. Instead of instead of buying microphones yeah. and all the equipment, so the, for example, the sound console, using the laptop. Basically, what I remember that we did was using your cell phones to record. Yeah. That sense of what I guess 
they were supposed to be 15 minutes, but without taking uh, notice, we made section of 25 minutes, and the first shows were super long. Mm. So unrealistically done, uh, so unprepared. It was, as a matter of fact, now that I think about it, it's a little funny mm -hmm. because because the first thing that I think is, dude, we really did a lot of things that that just were awful. Yeah, but what what do you, what do you do um, in 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 your episode? Do you like introduce? Uh, do you talk about the storyline? Do you talk about the character? Do you um, talk about the show? Is it descriptive? Is it um, you know what? Ah, what okay, yeah, yeah, what's the approach? Yeah. What's the approach? Basically, we want to see it, or we want to talk about it in a in a way that everybody can understand it. Mm. You know, sometimes we have to explain a couple of things. Mm. How do I know that we have to explain a couple of things? Because I tell my brother, "Okay, please tell us, dude. What is the name? Who the hell is this guy you're talking about?" Or Please tell us, what is the story? Please tell us, who is this superhero? Because if we don't oh. say it, then we're going to start making it a very niche program. Mm. That's what I want. I want people to have fun with us. Mm. I want people to I want people to say, ah, it's not so difficult to understand. Mm. That's my approach. So, of course, yes, the show is in Spanish, but sometimes you're going to you, you can listen to the way that I say do it, explain to us because maybe there is part of the audience that maybe have no idea who you're talking about mm. you know yeah but of course that that is what you hear on the podcast I try to say it nice and easy like yeah, dude please tell us but <laughs> when we are recording I give him a face like dude are you gonna start again so he okay so it is him um, trying to describe uh, the character and you trying to make a guess No, I want him to explain Everything so our audience understands what we're talking about mm. Yeah, 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 because if we start for example speaking about a, a certain movie or a certain I character see. People sometimes people is not gonna follow. Yeah, okay, okay so, yeah, if they, if they if they are unfamiliar with the character, for example, Spider Man, um, you know they they wouldn't be able to follow um, if they've not seen the show. For example, that's a very good example. Or maybe you can follow Spider Man, but you don't follow his uh, his rivals or his enemies. Yeah, you don't follow um, what is the name? Or maybe the, the other side characters, like for example, Peter Parker's friends, mm. uh, famous Mary Jane. Mm. Uh, who else? Who else? Yeah, yeah. The, the classic Aunt May. I I see. So so your podcast goes into um, these storylines and the characters, and that's a lot to go through, because like. And also, yeah. one, of the, one of the things that we also love to talk about it, yeah. and, 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 that, and I believe that's one of our strong parts of the show, is how it makes us feel. Mm. Mm. Sometimes we, uh, we are speaking about 
uh, our opinions on the stories, you know, especially mm. on the TV shows or the movies. Sometimes we have a lot of debates. But for example, which actor has made the best Batman? Oh. Why some movies on Spider-Man are really, really bad, but some other are really, really good? Yeah. Uh, which wow. one is the worst movie of Marvel? We have a big debate there. Uh, what happened to the director of I don't know whatever so movie? So yeah, that means your podcast is really a very um, niche um, podcast. But yet, very, very entertaining, because you and your brother are able to um, talk and describe everything. Because you have grown up and you read a lot and you know a lot, therefore you have inexhaustible material to talk about each episode. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, now imagine now that that's what happens when we talk about American comic books. Yeah. But we also we also do the same with anime and manga. Wow. We do exactly the same with the Japanese industry because wow. it happens the same. So sometimes it feels like it is a very niche yeah. uh, it is a very niche market here in Mexico. Yeah. But once you invite people to see it mm. that maybe they are not so into it, but they see it. Yeah. And probably they see what we see. Yeah. You know? When we invite people to see it, not because we say it's good, you have to see it because it's the best thing you've ever seen. Mm. No, our approach is more like, check it out. Yeah. You may like it. You never know. Wow. Give you it a chance. Yeah. That means, um, yeah, my, my next question to you, Miguel, is um, the creators should be paying you for all this free advertising, right? <laughs> uh, probably. Then they may they must be sponsoring you, right? Because like you are really My just has to be a lot bigger. I mean we're speaking for example right now we're speaking with uh, some small comic book shops here in Mexico. Wow fortunately already opened our, uh, their arms for us. Wow. I cannot ask him for a very big deal Wow Great My this is this is just yeah, but this is great. I mean, this is the way to go because you have such a, you have such a, I mean, you have hit a particular, um, uh, I should say, podcast uh, material, like what you're doing. And I, and I don't think a lot of people are doing it, right? It is a it is a different market. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially because since the beginning of the pandemic, yeah, a lot of people started to do it as a hobby. Yeah, um, mm. I'm not against that. Of course not. I I actually like the fact that little by little people started to do it, you know, in a little bit bigger basis, and more people I see it. And sometimes when we are in collaborations for, with other programs mm. or we share things uh, with other podcasters or other YouTubers. I see. Wow. Creates a nice environment because, yeah. first of all, we have somebody to talk with yeah. about something that passions, that passions us the most. You mm. know? Wow. Instead of, you know, competition we have to take them out no I see it more like an opportunity 
mm. to talk about this kind of things mm. with other people. Mm. And wow. Uh, for example, the other day I was invited to a podcast yep. of girls <laughs> about how they see the uh, how they see this world. Mm. You know. So you are gaining a lot of popularity in the Spanish um, podcast world. Well, I try my best. Wonderful. All right. So you know what? Um, it is eight fifteen already, uh, Miguel. We will continue okay. this conversation tomorrow. But I'm so intrigued. Yeah, I'm so intrigued with what you're doing for your podcast, and also the knowledge um, of this uh, comic and anime industry um, that you are in. So you know what? I will come back to you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. And that's Miguel Flores of uh, calling in from Mexico City. Thank you, Miguel. And I would like I would want you to stay safe and a very good, successful day. And we'll talk tomorrow, Miguel. All right. Take care. I'll yes, see you and it's take a care. it's a very interesting talk with you. I'm gonna talk to you. Yes, and no more Teletubbies. <laughs> Please now. Please okay, now. thank you. All right, bye. Have a good day. Bye. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, that um, was Miguel Flores um, calling in from Mexico City. What a wonderful uh, talk with him about the anime literature. And you are with me, Vicky Esther. I'm I'm your radio DJ and I'm podcasting to you live from Singapore every Monday to Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. On the, uh, during your dinner time uh, at the Indo-Pacific area and also 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. American Eastern Standard Time. That's when you start to get up, have your breakfast and drive to work. Let me be your friend on air.
This is Vicky Astra. I am your radio DJ and podcasting to you live from Singapore. And uh, you have heard from Miguel Flores calling in from Mexico City about anime lit- literature. Um, there's so much that I don't know about uh, anime or comic, but it is a whole industry. Um, I, and, I, and I think you might, might have grown up with uh, some of these cartoons, Muppets, puppets um, or comics um, isn't it nice to think about uh, them and to and to talk about them um, as uh, as you as you're grown up now um, to look at it from a different uh, point of view uh, probably from business point of view um, and this is what uh, Miguel Flores uh, is talking about the industry of the anime and the comic industry um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being with me. It's such a wonderful time to be with you um, in Singapore. And uh, I- I'd love for you to write to me at talkaboutlife777 at gmail.talkaboutlife777 at gmail.talkaboutlife. And tell me that you would like to be on the show and tell me um, about your love story and tell me that uh, you want to be my guest. I am so 
happy to have you. And let's have this uh, wonderful song, Total Eclipse of the Heart, another wonderful ballad for you, uh, a love song.
nothing I can do A total eclipse of the heart Once upon a time there was light in my life Now there's only love in the dark Nothing I can say A total eclipse of the heart A total eclipse of the heart Hello, hello, hello there. This is Vicky Astor. I am your radio DJ podcasting to you live from Indo-Pacific, uh, podcasting to you live from Singapore to Indo-Pacific to America. And you have heard um, this week uh, from Kevin Padello and also um, Miguel Flores calling in uh, from respectively from New York City and also Mexico City. Thank you to these gentlemen who have been so kind to be uh, the host of their special segment, and that is Kevin. Uh, he has uh, this special segment about the Bible verse of the week, and it's such a wonderful uh, a way to start the Monday, the start of the week, on the right footing with hope, victory, faith, and God's words and God's truth and also Miguel Flores calling him from Mexico City um, he talks about anime culture anime literature but he's such a positive person with lots of energy and with so much knowledge uh, in the fields that he is in so thank you gentlemen for um, being with me and being on the show as the segment uh, host uh, of theirs and you just heard from Miguel Flores and also next week you will hear from uh, Professor Ko Min who's going to be uh, sharing with us her thoughts about mental health and physical health especially in these very strenuous times in the pandemic and also tomorrow uh, we will have uh, we will have Jamil Thomas calling in from uh, South Carolina and he is the person behind IOW Network and he will talk about IOW Network, the story of IOW Network and you are here with me at streameater.com and that, and that is S-T-R-E-A-M-I-T-T-E-R.com if you are listening in from my podcast talk about live, join me at streameater.com dot com on monday to wednesday 7 p.m to 10 p.m and um, go to streamitter.com uh, and look for iow network at i.o.w.network that's where you can find me live and i also would like to invite you to write to me and talk about live 777 at gmail.com and i am vicky Astor, your radio dj and thank you so much. It's been one and a half hours. I want to thank you for being with me this while. Um, and before I go for the week, uh, for the day, I would love uh, to play a song again for you. Just to have the momentum up. Uh, that is Tears for Fears. And I wonder why aren't they making songs like this anymore? Right. 
thank you so much ladies and gentlemen for being with me and I challenge you to share this wonderful program about love, about life, hope and faith to five different people for the rest of the week. And you are with me, Vicky Esther, your radio DJ from Singapore.
Machine. 